0: Hi, you're listening to A Wellbeing, and I'm Katie Jane. Thanks for being here. It's great to have you listening in. In this episode, I wanted to talk about something that's on my heart and I feel is really important amongst us all in our community and with each other. And that's the quality of our connections The quality of our relationships, the quality of our friendships, the quality of just how we engage with one another and the true meaning of that and what I feel and I hope for more compassion in the way that we do engage with one another in a more quality way. I've been thinking of these words and I was writing a a journal piece about it and then I thought, well, I might do a podcast episode on this as well. I wanted to just start with these words and to let these words sink in. (laughs) And perhaps as I just talked to this episode, you... um, We'll just consider that I might be talking with you face to face or sitting with you side by side. So what I'm saying to you with heart might be to you as you listen with a need to talk through something with someone or for someone to be with you and to just sit there with you and to just listen. And as you do that, I'm just going to say these words which have come to mind. Let's sit. Let's talk. They're simple, aren't they? Let's sit. Let's talk. And yet, we rarely say these words to one another. our closest friends, to people around us, to others in our community. I feel it's very true that we can only ask of others to support us in as much as we are willing to receive. I think it's also true that we can only expect others' presence in a way that we are willing to let others in. I also feel it is true that we can only have the understanding of those we love in as much as we are willing to be and feel understood. So often we hear these phrases, especially in the self-development world, in the coaching space, in the wellness space. And yes, I believe all these things are true. I feel there is a lot of sense and resonance with this. And yet, I really ask you to ponder something that I feel is deeply missing. <laughs> and it's something I'm aware of within myself and for myself. Something i have aware of as I speak to so many others. Through pain, through hardship even adversity. And I'm so aware of this as I speak with friends, with colleagues, with family. When they're going through something, a time of change or transition, I feel this from them and I feel it with myself within myself. This need and this want for support but with true presence, (laughs) with trust. Knowing that when we ask for it, and so bravely we do this at times, that someone will create space and time and sit with us and say, let's sit, let's talk. And with that comes this deep feeling and presence of, I'm here for you. I'm here with you. I have this time and space and willingness to be here with you. And I don't mean a message on social media. And I don't mean a text message, not a voice memo, Sent in parts whilst we might carry on with our own busy and full lives. Whilst these things are beautiful and supportive and needed, yes. What I actually believe in creating more within us and what we truly need more amongst us all in our whole communities is more quality time and presence. Is that a phone call? Is that time in person? A willingness to put aside our own things for a while and to simply be with someone with full presence. Let's sit. Let's talk. Mental health, I believe, is perhaps the most important thing when we talk about well-being. I think if our mental health is affected in some way, in any way, as it often is for many of us, then this can and will impact our whole well-being. Our mental health affects how we feel about ourselves and the flow on effect to our physical health, our emotional health, our spiritual health. It's all so very connected Loneliness and isolation are very real feelings in our communities, even amongst those of us with friends and family. I'll never forget speaking to a client. It was a a time, time, last year I think it was. She was a very successful, and still is, a very successful businesswoman. She has a thriving career. She's well-connected with many people around her a very supportive husband and three beautiful children. She does love her life. And yet when I was working with her as her wellness practitioner and her coach, she told me she felt alone. She did have a supportive system around her, but she still felt lonely and at times isolated. That word, isolation, She'd forgotten how to ask for help, how to talk about things with someone. But mostly, and this is what was the essence of it all, she didn't trust in someone or that she had someone to sit with her who would be willing, who had the space to give that quality time with her, to talk and to listen. To not feel rushed between the busy and fullness of life, but just that quality time. And I know that's why she kept back, coming back to me for sessions, even when we'd worked through so much that she needed to. She kept coming back because, with me, this was the time wherein her busy and what she knew and felt was her wonderful life. She felt what was missing was, was her trust in others and she could have that with me because she knew that in our space and time together I would say, let's sit, let's talk, I'm listening. I know that's why I do what I do. I know it's why I have such a passion to listening and being with others, sitting with others, through anything and everything. And honestly, I say this, that I will do it for as long as it takes. And yet I also have a very deep passion for all of us to really be open and understanding of the need for greater and more compassionate connections with each other in our lives. To not always have to to pay someone for this sacred presence and space, although I understand the need for this, but to know and trust that we can have this with someone close in our lives, to feel less alone, less isolated. You see, the thing is that it's not easy for us to open up to others. We often use these words with each other in our daily, everyday lives let me know if I can do anything, or I'm here for you if you need me, or even the questions of how are you? And I've often come to dislike this question some days. Even the question, are you okay? It doesn't really resonate for me um, as a practitioner and as a human being (laughs) as it once used to. I think it can be overused and I think it doesn't get to the heart of what we often so need. You see, if someone asks another over a text or in a message, and if they're asking this of a a very private and discerning person, or if we're an introvert, or it's not easy for us to open up for whatever that might be, their response to us asking how are you might very easily be, oh, I'm OK. Or their response to, are you OK, might just be, yes, I am. Or even nothing at all, if they're not. Because what may be missing is a trust that there will be space and presence from another to fully be heard and felt in the actual experience of what it is that they're feeling And we all need that. This time, this trust, to know that we will feel acknowledged and have this space from another. It's not just a matter of someone being open and asking. It's really hard for people to do this. It's also a matter of us all being aware that going through something is hard. And yes, it's not easy to reach out for support. And so I feel that we should and we must be more honest and willing and to create more quality engagement so that people can reach out to us when they do need it and when we need this with others too. So there might be better questions that we can ask, like what can I do to support you? Asking the questions that require um, more of a response. We're actually opening the question to know that someone is willing in that question, that we're wanting to have a more full response. Does that make sense? I hope it does. What is it that I can do to support you? Or, I love you. I really want to be there for you. Please tell me what you need right now. Or please tell me how I can help in some way. And I really, really want to do that. It's these kind of questions and presence um, that really can invite and encourage someone to be much more open and to trust in us. And making that phone call, making the time to talk in person. More quality, real, connected ways of being with one another as true support, true presence, this gift of quality time. These words, let's sit, let's talk. I just feel that this is greater than anything. I think we all desire to feel heard, listened to and held, by others. I think we all desire to find spaces amongst our busy and full lives to care for and to be with others. Life gets in the way, I know, and we all have our own needs and priorities. Life goes on. We have so much in our own individual lives. But I do think that there is one thing that's changed the way we connect with others these days. And I do feel passionate about the impact of this, which is social media, and the quality of our connections and support and our true presence. You can never say through social media as much as you can say in person, let's sit, let's talk. It's just not the same. I've often spoken to people who've said that they didn't know that their friend was going through something or feeling a certain way until they read a post of theirs on social media. And I'm old enough to find that a little, a little strange <laughs> these days. We live in a world now where it's very common for people to write posts on Facebook or Instagram to share with people that we don't even know rather than to pick up a phone and call a friend or to message someone close to us, this has happened, or this is how I'm feeling right now. And I think this speaks volumes so loudly about the way we feel, about the way perhaps we even feel that we can interact and engage. And while social media is something we all use in different ways, And it it must always be our own conscious choices. You know, there's no right or wrong. It's what feels personally good for you. And to be honest about that. But I'm old enough to remember the days without social media. And I can honestly say, not just as a practitioner, not just as a coach, but as a human being, how I feel the difference of connection between us to then, before social media, to how things are now amongst us all. You see, behind the person who might share their feelings and emotions on social media might well be a voice that they don't express. They may well feel that it's just more acceptable to share in this way. They might feel, are we taking up less time and space of others by sharing in this way? Is this what we feel we're allowed to do? And if we were to pick up the phone and call a friend, or if we were to say to someone close to us, this is how I'm feeling, are we perhaps at the essence of it, not trusting that it's okay for us to do that? Are we feeling that we shouldn't interrupt someone? That we shouldn't cross someone's boundaries? Have boundaries become so firm and like fences, perhaps? that we're too afraid to cross those. That we can't just pick up the phone and know that someone will be there for us and that they'll sit and listen and say, I'm here, let's talk. There's a reason why support groups are so valuable and necessary through, huge, through you know, yes, huge challenges in our lives like trauma, illness, grief and death. There's a reason online spaces and trusted small groups are so needed as places to feel acknowledged and heard. And still, these are online. They're not in the moment, voice to voice or face to face. Well, real life support groups are, yes, but online spaces, they're not. And nothing replaces in the moment, voice to voice, face to face. Nothing replaces this, ever. Someone said to me the other day that they felt from me that I had such a passion and they could feel this so tangibly, my passion to change our quality of connections. They called it part of what they felt was my mission. (laughs) And... They asked me, is this part of your legacy, Katie? And I really reflected on that because I think they're right in so many ways and I don't think I'd acknowledge that. But yes, I do feel passionately about more meaningful and quality connections. I feel passionately about this as well-being for all of us as well-beings. I feel passionately that our way of being of being there for someone has changed. And I absolutely feel and believe that all of us can do better. So I am absolutely on a mission to be part of that. <laughs> in, in the work that I do with others, in just how I am as a human being with others, and to be part of that change amongst us. And I absolutely am committed And I'm on a mission (laughs) to promise to be that person sacredly within my heart and my soul who will be present, who does and will put my own things aside. And I do have my own things. But I, I will put those aside and I will just be there in whatever ways I can for true compassionate support true compassion, within the experience of someone else's pain, or not even pain, or just perhaps all the full expressions of what that is, because that means many things in all aspects of our lives. So let me circle back to what I just mentioned at the start, and maybe you might like to go back to that as well. Because I said something along the lines of that yes, I believe we can only be supportive in a way that we're willing to receive and I can't remember exactly what I said now in the moment but I said a few other things and phrases that that are so well known and heard often (laughs) in this wellness and self-development space. But I feel there is a deep willingness And also, at the essence of it, I feel that what is missing is trust. And I think many of us don't trust in others enough to be present with us in quality and meaningful ways. And I do deeply desire this to change and to be a part of this changing. And it is why I do what I do. And as I said, it's a deep part of who I am as a human being. And that's not only through my own lived experiences aware of where I have needed acknowledgement and presence and I'm very honest about saying that. <laughs> I know how important that's been. I also know how it feels to go through things in life that are very, very hard. And that's not easy to ask for support and to reach out. I've been that person who hasn't wanted to feel a burden to others. I've been that person who often is the supporter of others and when I've been through something and I'm going through something in my own life, I still do support others. And I don't find it easy to reach out for support for myself. So I really understand that. And I've been, I've been on both sides, I guess, yeah. And I think we all, we all know what it's like to feel that others might be too busy and their lives are so, busy, are so full that we don't want to take up that time for them to sit and to talk. And we do all understand this, and I think we know this, but what I really encourage of us all is to ponder this, to really reflect on this, what it means for you, what it means for others what it means for yourself, for all of us, around us, to be more engaged, to be more connected, to be more supportive in our communities. And to even ask things of ourselves like, well, how can I be there? How can I, how can I be willing to be there with presence How can I create this trust? How can I change something or to be a part of deeper quality connections around me and for myself? Because there are two sides to this, aren't there? How can I encourage more trust amongst us all for this support? Because what I feel that this will bring is deeper healing. And what I absolutely believe that this will bring is true compassion. Not only as practitioners, in the coaching space, there is such a deep need for this. But there is a deep need for this in our, in our relationships with others in our lives close to us, our friends, our family, our communities. In our everyday lives. So I'd love you just to reflect on this. And I'd really encourage you to take some time, yeah, just to consider what I've talked about in the moment now, in this unedited episode, just as my words and my thoughts flow. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you'd love to continue a conversation about this with me, then I really value you being in touch. I love emails. Um, Please send me an email about this if you'd love to. And if you know that you'd love some more support, some holistic wellbeing and coaching support, then I really would love to have a conversation with you. And you can contact me through my website at katijanewellness.com. And if you'd like to have a conversation with me on this podcast, then I'd really love you to connect with me about that too. So I'll leave this episode for now. (laughs) And yeah, just those things to reflect on and to consider in your own heart and your own life. And this whole essence of trust And how we can build quality connections, meaningful connections and compassion amongst and with us all. So, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate you listening in. And until next time, bye for now.